Hello, casters, listeners, newbies, and that one guy who only listens because he knows Austin. Welcome to God's Man. Be prepared to be encouraged and uplifted as Austin takes a look at biblical principles that practically apply to your everyday life and relationship with God. Gentlemen, please welcome Austin Keller. This is Season 2, Episode 10, titled New Name with guest Jonathan Matheny, recorded September 29th. 2019. Welcome back to God's Man Brothers. Hope we are speaking to you on a great day. Uh, Today we have another visitor from Indianapolis. His name's Jonathan Matheny. Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and tell us just a little bit about yourself. Uh, Yes, I'm 22 years old. Uh, I've been in church for actually uh, four years coming up in a week. Uh, It'll be my four-year anniversary. Um, I've lived in Terre Haute almost all my life, but ended up moving to uh, Indianapolis just a couple years ago for school, and then just felt called to stay. So I'm very excited to be here. So just a little background between Jonathan and I. Jonathan actually is one of my guinea pigs. Um, (laughs) I started a class called Masters of Manliness, um, going over the book titled um, every young man's battle. Yes, yes. And uh, it's a great book. Jonathan joined. Um, he was one of the students in the class, and um, it really got us kick started on starting these podcasts. And uh, what was just a class, I was giving out um, information throughout the week to young men who seemed to need some encouragement and then it branched into a recording and that branched into a podcast. So Jonathan, you are one of the first classes, one of the students that spawned on to creating the God's Man podcast. I'm so glad I could be the reason this is happening right now. (laughs) So the cool thing about Jonathan and I is we have something very in common and that is our name. So um, Jonathan was not always known by Jonathan. In fact, some of you who are listening that know me are probably like, who in the world is Jonathan? Um, and some of you may not know that I actually, my, my name, Austin, is not my first name. So we plan to kind of go into that and discuss the, the whole really big part of what a new name can possibly do for someone. So, uh, Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and start us off. You have um, a person in the Bible that you're wanting to kind of talk about. You look very anxious. Yes, this was a man that God really just straight up came to and said, Hey, I need you for this. I need you for this, like right now. Uh, it's Abram, falling on his face, said, I will do whatever you need me to do. And the first thing that he said was, All right. Your name now is not is not Abram anymore, but it is Abraham, and your wife Sarai is now Sarah as well, which has got to be crazy for her because she just uh, her husband just comes up to her and is like, "All right, um, I spoke to God. You're 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 not Sarai anymore. You you are now Sarah." That if someone just came to me like that, I'd be if my wife, my future wife, came up to me and just said, "Hey." You are not Jonathan anymore. I just spoke to God. You are now, I, I don't even know, Jacob. That would just blow my mind. Right. So let's, uh, let's look in the Bible where this takes place. This is Genesis 17, 1 through 7 in the King James Version. It says, 
And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared unto Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make a, my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. So um, part of this that I think is, is just, I've always thought this was so cool, is that God is making a covenant with Abram, mm-hmm. who he's calling Abraham at this point. But a covenant is so huge. Like yes. a, a covenant, I mean, if if Abraham fails, he will die. Yes. And yes. right here at the beginning, he says, uh, let me see if I can find it again. Walk before me and be thou perfect. <laughs> I'm sure Abraham, Abram, Abraham was thinking, okay, <laughs> I can I be perfect? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just um, now all of a sudden I have to be perfect or I will die. Okay, right. then. It's a that's a big uh, a big thing. But if he is, if he is perfect then he's going to multiply and you know fill the earth even more with with his seed. And so this is this is a huge huge covenant that's taking place. So at this point this is where God changes Abram's name to Abraham, which is making him the the, the father of many nations. Yes. And um this is where we get the song Father Abraham. Yes. And and it's from this this part where Abraham's name was changed because of this covenant and what this promise is that God's giving him. Moving on in the scripture it says, And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of these of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. So this is, this is the beginning of God's people. Yes. And if you look, it said that he was 99 years old. He has been for in almost a century at this point. Been known by Abram, by his family, by all of his friends, by everybody that's ever met him, and now he's got to tell every single one of them, "Hi, um, I'm. That's not who I am anymore." Uh, <laughs> so, so God makes a change in yes. His name because He's now establishing something new in history. Right here, there's a change taking place, not only for Abraham or Abram but also for the world to come. So um, let's go to another story here, which is not as awesome. <laughs> but um, let's kind of learn about my my experience here in a personal story. So here's some things about me. Um, I received the gift of the Holy Ghost and was baptized at the age of eight. And um, it was a very good moment in my life. However, I was very young. And not really aware of what that really meant um, to to dedicate my life to God. I really didn't know. I, I feel personally I was not old enough to really understand 
my decision right there. And so as time moved on and I reached my teenage years, I had many personal struggles that affected my walk with God. I feel like I could have been a closer person to God had I not had these struggles or had I really understood what I was truly really doing. But uh, of course, nothing illegal or anything like that. But basically, I would have been closer to God had I not been so attached to my own wants and desires and and what my personal fleshly desires were. So around the age of 19, I prayed this terrible prayer, Jonathan. <laughs> it was it was terrible. What I prayed for was that God would really use me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever prayed something or if you hear anyone who has great wisdom, they will tell <laughs> you that you've got to be careful what you pray for. Yes. And that's what I prayed for. I prayed that God would really use me in in a miraculous way yes it's almost like uh praying for patience yes because if you pray god give me patience he will test the limits of your patience (laughs) he will find a way so this request that i had prayed was terrible because god actually answered (laughs) (laughs) he answered um by sending me to iraq and that was that was something I really did not want to do. Um, I, I had not even planned. That That was not in my life yeah, plan or yeah. goal. It was not something I wrote in high school <laughs> that, you know, what do you want to do when you're older? It's like, um, oh, I want to go to Iraq. Yeah, it's like yeah. that was not in the plan at all. Definitely not. So <laughs> at this time, um, I was on this dreaded call on my life, and I ended up going to Iraq, Iraq and, and I, I fought. Um, in fact, I fought to stay away <laughs> from Iraq. I did what I could do to get out of having to deploy um, to Iraq. And um, you could really call me the modern-day Jonah. Yeah. I, I, really, I really was at that time. I did not want to go to Nineveh. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I finally came to the point in my life where I said, "Fine, I'll go." Yes, and and fine, God, what whatever you want to do, that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, I will do what you want me to do. So I I went, and because um, I asked you to use me, this is obviously what you're plan is, is for me to go to Iraq. Um, So in that very moment, though, when I made that decision to follow the path that God has laid before me, that Mm -hmm. I asked for, (laughs) things changed. Yes, Things changed in my life. And I committed my life to God's will to spread the gospel while I was there in Iraq. And I felt strongly in my spirit that a change was to take place. And I remember the times in the Bible where God changed a man's name before great change came um, to the society around that person. And so I felt that this moment was my change. And so um, before I was known as Randall Keller, and those who know me who are listening to this podcast are like, oh, yes, (laughs) that's the name I remember. But now I I felt so strong when I came back from Iraq that this such a great change took place in my life that I needed a change personally. Yes. And so I changed I changed to using my middle name Austin 
And that really was what kind of changed who I was going to be from this mm-hmm. point forward. Randall was the child that I once was. Yes. It was it was the the faithless child that wanted maybe a little bit of desire to be used of God, but Austin is the man that I became when I put those childish things away and I really dedicated myself to God and doing his will and spreading his gospel and helping young men yes. in the way that I do. So um, that is just a little personal story about myself and mm-hmm. my name changed. So yes. I once was Randall. Now I'm Austin. Um, when when people call me Randall, and I'm sure this is a big question that some people do have, um, is can I call you Randall anyways? And yeah, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But But it does bring back the memories of who I was in the past and that – that's not who I am now. I'm. I feel like I'm stronger. I'm more of a man of God than just this child who was trying to have faith. Now I have faith. I yes, believe in what God definitely. has hasn't planned for my life. So, let's step back into the Bible. Um, let's get to um, Jacob. Yes, Jacob to Israel. So, um, it just. Just the name change. So he was wrestling an angel, mm-hmm. and the angel had separated uh, a muscle in his thigh, and told him, "Listen, you have lost. You, you're you've lost the match. I've won. I, I'm I'm done here." And Jacob said, "I will not let go, and I will keep fighting until you bless me." Right then and there, that's when that angel was like, "You know what?" I respect that. I respect that. And you will not be Jacob anymore. <laughs> I, I, you know, it kind of makes me wonder, like, who wrestles an angel? <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, he obviously got after it, though. <laughs> so scripture-wise, we have Genesis 32, 24 through 32, King James Version. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. That's must have been a long time. Yes. Um, and when he saw that he prevailed not against him, so Jacob is not prevailing against this this person, this thing that he's fighting. He he being the, this angel touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. And he wrestled with him, and he said, "Let me go, for the day breaketh." And he said, this is Jacob, said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, "Thou, uh, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou doest <laughs> dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there, and Jacob called the name of the palace Penel. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And he had passed over Penel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank (laughs) but is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day 
because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank. So there's a lot of information in there. Some of it wasn't really um, detailed to the change in Jacob's name to Israel. Mm -hmm. But here we have this change where, so we have um, Abraham. Mm -hmm. Abraham's son was Isaac. Yes. Isaac's son was Jacob. Yes. And Jacob is now renamed Israel by God. His name has been changed. So yes. as we've seen this change, when, when there's a change in the name, there's a change in the atmosphere of yes. what's going on. So God has created these, uh, or he, he's called his people through Abraham. These are God's chosen people. And now we have Jacob, he is starting to name his people. Yes. And so the name he names his people is? The Israelites. The Israelites. So Israel. So this is where the Israelites come from is by Jacob, who is now Israel. Uh, it's just, it's a crazy story because even though he's little, his little joint is out of place, mm -hmm. he's still trying to fight. He's still doing everything that he can for this blessing that he knows. Almost like the uh, woman with the issue of blood. Right. Pushing through the crowd, pushing through the pain in Jacob's instance. Just to do anything for the blessing that he needs. Right. And so we know later on, Jacob has sons. Yes. And now these these sons become the 12 different tribes of Israel. Yes. Um, and go on to eventually creating the country of Israel, which is really awesome. So um, we've got two people, Abraham, who is Abram to yes. Abraham. And then we have... Um, Jacob, who's now Israel. And so now we have Jonathan. That's me. That's me. <laughs> the, the Jonathan who is sitting here next to me. So, uh, Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and kind of give us a little bit of your story? Uh, yes. Um, well, for, for me, I wasn't really born into Christianity. Um, I, I, I lived really on the wrong side of the tracks, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I, I went with my mother, my grandmother, but she lives like three, four hours away. It, I didn't go, but like two times a year maybe. Never really cared about it that much. When I first finally started going to church here in Terre Haute, where I lived, at the age of 18, mm -hmm. uh, I was a senior in high school. I had already had bad experiences with alcohol and drugs such as marijuana. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was going by my middle name at that point, uh, which I'd gone by my entire life, which was Ozzy, like okay. the famous rock star. Okay. Um, my dad's name was John, so that's just why we did it. It just made life mm -hmm. easy, you know? Right. Um, it, it was eventually a little bit less than a year after uh, I was at, at this church in Terre Haute that I, you know, finally got on point with God, like, I, 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 this is what I need to do for my life to go correctly. Right. You know, this is what I need to do. Um, I, I was baptized. I was got the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that's eventually when I had to go to Indianapolis for, for college. Mm -hmm. so it, you're, taking those, you're taking those steps. Yes, yes. Okay. And I failed hard very quickly. It was not but maybe a couple of months before I was back on those crutches, you know, where mm -hmm. I was drinking again, where I was doing these drugs again. So I kind of want to jump in on, yes. on your story here. And this is something that um, many of you who, who may be in the high school level right now thinking about going to college, um, 
college atmosphere is it's completely it's, different it's dangerous yes um there there's there's freedom of speech, which there's nothing wrong with freedom of speech at all. Yes. Um, but there's so much freedom when it comes to going to college yes. that they they open up the door to mm-hmm. things that maybe have been closed for a purpose. Yes. Um, now, they really push you to, to look outside of what you currently think is reality yes to to really look outside um i mean i grew up in in the church and went to high school and and all this stuff but i went to college i'm sorry i went to iraq before i really like dove into college Mm -hmm. i was in uh, college for a couple semesters before i went to iraq but um i really didn't get involved too much with the college stuff that's going on there but um, when I came back from Iraq, it was I, I had already made a dedicated point in my yes. life. Like, there's nothing that's going to change me. Um, I'm Austin at this time. Yes. When I come back from Iraq, I'm I have made a change. Yes. And so I'm dedicated. So I see things um, as how these people are, how you know your professors are going to kind of push you to go away from what you currently know as of the world right now yeah. i've already seen the world i've gone to yes. the other side and fought for my bat for my battle for my <laughs> for my country yes. i i fought i saw different things i see what can be out there yes and it's not all good no but what i did see was that my god reigned true yes and so there's no there's absolutely no reason why i should even trust anything else out there I can listen. I can try to understand what they're talking about and what they, what they have going on in their minds, but I don't need to conform to that. Yes, I'm. I'm going to stay right where I am and only grow closer to God. Mm-hmm. So, just when you were talking about going to college, it opens up things, and and you were still new. Yeah, You're I still was still new. In new. The church. I was. I was less than a year in. Um, I was about to hit my one year anniversary a couple months away. Mm-hmm. And the thing about college is that it's your time away from your parents finally. You don't have anybody over you to really, you know, you must follow these guidelines, you must do this. You're free to do whatever you want, it seems like. <laughs> like, you don't have to study. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get bad grades. <laughs> I, I never studied a day in college. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but if you don't know how to study, um, and you think you know how to study in high school, by the time you get to college, that's totally different. It's 100% different. Um, so anyways, I ended up falling back on those crutches. I ended up drinking again. I ended mm-hmm. up smoking again. And um, it got to the point where I was just out of it completely. Right. Um, by this point, I was about five months away from graduation. Okay. And my mom was with my grandmother at the time. Okay. And... She decided that she was actually going to get baptized there by uh, Pastor Geck and Jasper okay. at the Pentecostal Church. Great. Uh, so, of course, I went there. And I, when I saw it happen, I, I remember thinking to myself, this doesn't feel right. You know, I should be way more happier than I am right now. I should right. be shouting and running laps in and out of this building. Right. Because this is something that I've been praying for for more than a year <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. So I ended up knowing that, man, there needs to be a big change. So I went to the Pastor Geck right then and there and said, listen, 
I have failed totally. Mm-hmm. I need I need to go somewhere. I I need a church. Please right. send me somewhere. Yeah. After praying about it for a little bit and talking to some of his pastors that he just had on speed dial, it seemed right. like, um, he, he told me to talk to Pastor Oliver in Indianapolis, which is where I'm currently attending. Right. Um, within, of course, you know, I was still Ozzy at this point. I was still telling everybody, like, hi, I'm Ozzy. Mm-hmm. You know, who are you? Right. All this stuff. And eventually... I got the urge to get rebaptized. Okay. And during it, right before he was about to dunk me back, he said, Ozzy Matheny, and all in the regular spiel, I was like, wait, no, don't do it. My first name's Jonathan. (laughs) His eyes got bigger than his head. Right. And he started saying, he gave me like the entire story of Jonathan within 45 seconds, which was crazy. And this is the biblical um, character, Jonathan. Yes, yes. Okay. Then he says, listen, I'm never going to call you Ozzy again. I was like, oh, oh, okay, (laughs) that's cool, I think. So then, you know, I I do get dunked. (laughs) And then I, I... other people start calling me Jonathan, and that just really weirded me out. Like, no, 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 quit, quit it. I literally have it tattooed on my hand, Ozzy, just like that rock star. Right. But, you know, I- I'm Ozzy, please call me by that. And then I found out why they were calling me that, and that's because that pastor, Pastor Oliver, told all the youth and all the hyphen, do not call him Ozzy. Right. If you... If I catch you calling him Ozzy, right. you will be in a lot of trouble and you will have a couple of meetings with me. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> that was not fun, especially for me. You know, I was just like, what? No, no, that's that's definitely not cool. I, I found that very, very offensive. Mm-hmm. And I almost left that church and almost never went back. So your pastor at the time, Pastor Oliver, was... Saying, "Hey, that's we're changing his name." Yes, and see, he sees significance. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jonathan wanting to continue being Aussie is yes. like, no. I mean, that's your flesh. Yeah, that's... your your flesh is fighting you because that that's who you are. Yes. So what happens next? So I, I you know, it, it took months. It took months before I was finally like, you know what? That's really the devil in my ear, mm-hmm. and I cannot let this happen so it was it was a wednesday night that i was just like i i just really decided like man this is really what's going to have to happen for me to to do my ministry to to do anything that i need to do for the lord the lord's not going to use ozzy he's going to use jonathan right so i ended up finally just saying all right i guess this is this is me now and ever since then, you know, it, it's been easier to get right with the Lord. It's been easier to fight against the flesh. It's been easier to stay away from the alcohol, easier to stay away from the drugs. I'm almost two years sober now, actually. Great. Awesome. Which is, That's great. Yeah, it's crazy to think of. Right. And the thing is, is that you, you came to the point where you accepted this change. Yes. And now that you have this change by... Um, the man of God that has been ordained over your life yes. um, has led you to this pastor. He is speaking under the authority of God and changing your name and saying, you, you're no longer Ozzy, you are Jonathan. And you really 
you don't have the authority yeah. <laughs> to to do these things that you used to do. Yeah. And and when when you have a change like that, um, especially at your age now, mm-hmm. um, it really it it changes everything inside of you. Yes. It almost like changes your molecular structure. It really does. <laughs> at least your 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 mental molecular structure. Yes. Um, where you begin to really think about your your actions and the consequences. You've been there. You've done that. You know what it does. Yes. And now you've been here. You've done this, and you know what happens with this. Yes. And I'm assuming this is greater than what you were in. My worst days, you know, when I'm sitting in my apartment crying mm-hmm. because of how terrible everything is. Right. Those days are better than my best days beforehand. Awesome. That's great. So let's go back to the Bible. Um, we're going to do a little bit about Simon um, in the Bible. And this is Matthew 16, 16 through 19. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on, loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So this is this is big. Yes. Um, because... Through all of time, God is creating steps for people to take or his people to take to get to where he wants them to be. And all of these um, situations where name changes have taken place have been to build up to God in flesh being crucified. Yes, yes. Nobody knows that. I mean, there's, there's prophecies that kind of... Um, you know, tag about it and tag around it and things, but but no one really fully understands what's going to happen. If they knew what was going to happen, if they understood what was going to happen, then it might not have happened. And so Jesus is telling Peter this, Simon, who um, he's going by, I don't know if Peter's going to be his last name or his middle name, Simon Peter, maybe it was two first names, but he says Peter, and Peter is this rock, and um, we've I, I've talked a lot about the rock, and I've used um, Simon Peter quite a bit <laughs> in in my uh, this season of podcasts and um, episodes. But um, this rock is what we're going to eventually hold on to. This yes. is going to be what's going to help us weather through any kind of storm that could possibly come. Yes, so, definitely. so we have a change. We have. Um, Abraham, who's um, who's changing to—I'm sorry, Abram, who's changing to Abraham—and this is this is with a covenant. Like yes, this is some yes. tough stuff. He has to like be perfect. <laughs> yeah. 100%. If you read the whole story, it's actually really awesome with God and the and the torch that goes over the river of blood. And so it's you you got to dig into it. That's just an awesome. This covenant is just the biggest thing. Don't think about a covenant. Don't get into a covenant with like a marriage or something until you understand the covenant 
with God and Abraham. So this that's huge. It's big. Yes, yes. Um, and then we learn about um, Jacob and his name to Israel. He fights with an angel. I mean, this is tough yes, stuff. Yes, this is definitely. this is hard stuff. Um, and then we have Simon and um, going to Peter, and Peter's the rock. The rock is hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's some tough stuff. So <laughs> holding on to the rock, I mean, being there for other people to, to catch on to, to being um, a strong, firm foundation, that takes some hard work to do. So Definitely. Um, of course, we always like to throw in a song, and um, Jonathan had a song that's really kind of got on to him. So go ahead. I bet that when I came to you about this, you... <laughs> Had no clue. I was going to be like, I've even got the song for it and everything. Here you go. Let's do it. But it is uh, One Step Away by Casting Crowns. The verses and the chorus aren't really too much on topic about what we're talking about. Of course, it is just a little bit in some areas, I believe. But um, the, the bridge is really what we're... What we're talking about, it's uh, lay down, lay down your old chains, come out and take up your new name. Your best life is up ahead now. You're just one step away. It's great. It, it's just crazy. You could just be one step away. Maybe it's just that one name change that really puts you like where you need to be like mentally. Like I, I'm a new person right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, like when I was in, when I first got here, I didn't feel like a new person. You know, I was just like, okay, you know, I'm just who I am still. Right. Then once that Ozzy became Jonathan, once Randall became Austin, once Abram became Abraham and, and everybody else. Right. That's when they realized I am physic like not, I'm basically 100% a new person now. I've got to do something different now. You're chosen. Yes. I mean, there's a choice that was made. You accepted it, but God has chosen you, and he's yes. chosen everybody. Um, and I kind of go against what you were saying about this song because this song really talks everything about it. It just doesn't say new name, but verse 1 says, What if um, you could go back and relive one day of your life all over again and unmake the mistake that left you a million miles away from the you you once knew now yesterday's shame keeps saying that you'll never get back on track. And this so, I mean, <laughs> that I think everybody can relate definitely, to wanting definitely. to be able to go back in time and change things. But we can't. Mm-hmm. We can't go back. We, um, but let's go on to, to uh, verse 2. It says, but it doesn't matter how far you've gone. So just keep this in mind. No matter your past, if you've been heavy in drugs, heavy in sex, heavy in games that have some, whatever has taken you away from God or whatever is keeping you from God, if you've never gotten into this God thing, no matter how far you have gone, no matter where you are in your walk in life, listen here. It says, mercy says you don't have to keep running down the road you're on. You don't. You can make a choice to change. Um, love's never met a lost cause. Your shame, lay it down. Leave your ghost in the past because you know that you can't go back, but you can turn around. And it just sends chills up your body because like that last part right there, leave your ghost in the past. Everything's in the past. You can't change that. You cannot go back and change it. It's there. But we've got to understand that we can change what happens in our future by what we do now. 
And um, right there it says, but you can turn around. Let me just tell you what turn around means. Turn around is like about face. In the military, we mm-hmm. say about face. If you're marching one way and the, the person calling out the order says about face, y'all turn around. Like we start marching the opposite direction or we look the opposite direction. What does about face mean? Back in the day, it was called repent. Yes. yes. <laughs> repent. In fact, the military used to say repent before they would say, before this about face came up. Repent was what the order was. So you would be marching one way and the person calling out the orders would say, repent. He wasn't saying like, (laughs) repent of your sins or anything, but he was saying, turn around, go the opposite direction. That's all repentance is. So stopping, repentance isn't just forgive me, Lord, for what I've done. Repentance is forgive me of what I've done but I'm going to do what I can to turn away from this, yes. put that whatever I was involved in in the past, what it, whatever it was, in the past, and start moving forward. I'm making a decision now. I'm changing things. Um, and so all it is in this whole song is the title right there. It's just one step away. Yes. So if you are just in the deepest, deepest of sin, the Bible, you read it, and it's telling you um, that you're a sinful person or the things that you're doing, and it kind of hurts you. You're like, I don't want to read this anymore because it makes me feel bad about myself or yes. makes me feel like I'm just a terrible person. Listen, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter what sin, deepest sin that you could possibly be in, it's just one step away to turn around and start walking in the opposite direction. And when you're when you're not walking in sin, mm-hmm. the opposite direction is walking in God. Yes. And so just one step towards God changes everything. Everything. Everything changes. So um but doing that that's the hard thing. That's the hardest of things. <laughs> it, it, I mean, sometimes. kind of tell me a little bit. What what was so hard? You were into the the drugs and things. What what was like? Why? How was it hard for you? The hardest part was really you know when when you get into them like my roommates for example right when I you know that's who I was drinking with that's who I was smoking with any time that I was doing those bad things it was with them so then now trying to get back into church, you know, they would just, they'd be like, what on earth is going on here? Right. You know, that that was the hardest part of everything. And I, I'll be the first one to admit it. I, I've gone to that church mm-hmm. under the influence of different things. Right. I, I'm, I, I'm ashamed to admit that, but at the same time, I think that just, you know, it, it shows that, man, it is hard sometimes, but it, just look at me now. I, I'm a completely different person. It, you can change Sometimes you just feel like it, yeah, that person can do it, but that person is that person. Mm-hmm. Anyone and everyone can make that change. It's really just one step away. Right. And, and really, who you are, as you are, go to church. They, you were under the influence, as you said. Go just as you are. Yeah. Go to church. Get there. Get get into the word of God and hear what God is has ordained this man who's speaking or this woman who may be talking or speaking to you um, over that pulpit. It's going to speak volumes into your life. Moses was accepted just as he was. He couldn't talk very well. 
<laughs> he couldn't yeah. talk very well. Now he's supposed to talk to the to um, the king, to Pharaoh, and get his people out. Yeah. Um, uh, Abraham was uh, called right as he was, and he was yeah. not perfect. Yeah. And then Peter is a human. He is not a solid rock, and he made mistakes. Yes. But he was called just as he was. And you out there that's listening to this podcast, you are called just as you are right now. And if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the previous um, episode, episode nine, um, it talks about some of the callings that, you know, some of these people in the Bible that are awesome heroes, they're heroes because they did. Yes. They're heroes because they took a step. They're heroes because they they changed their life. They decided not to do what was in the past or not to do something, and they made a, a dedication in their life that they're going to serve God. That's what makes them biblical heroes. Yes. Um. So all of this is a hard, hard thing to deal with. It, it's hard for you to make the change. It's hard for you to turn around and step away because your flesh does not want you to. Your flesh does not want to. Aussie wants to stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Randall wanted to stay, wanted to be faithless, wanted to think that there, you know, everything's okay as is and there's no change that's needed. Um, you, whatever you're dealing with, your flesh is going to fight you for staying where you are and that everything's okay. But if you stand against it, stand against your flesh, and you do something that's harder than what you imagine, the result's going to be awesome. So it's doing the hard thing to get the right result. And that is what it means to stay strong, God strong. Until next time. Enjoy. Have a blessed day.